Unlike the good old days, you can't just put your place on Airbnb and expect to get booked again and again and make tons of money. You have to have a plan. You have to have an idea. You have to have a way of being able to stick out from the competition. That's what we're talking about today on the Fearless Investor Podcast. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb. But I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley. And uh, before we get into it today, make sure that you've checked out fearlesskyle.com. Check out all the resources on there. We've got our free Airbnb Profit Calculator. We've got our uh, two different courses that we offer to help people to either get into Airbnb or improve their Airbnb game. And uh, recently, I've, I've created some really cool strategic relationships. Uh, one, for example, is with Price Labs. You can get a free 30-day trial with them. All you have to do is go to literally any of my most recent videos on my YouTube channel, and you'll see in the description the Price Lab link, and you can get the three free 30-day trial started. Um, really excited just about all that. Excited about the growth of our business. A quick little update. We are now up to seven units in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we are up to three in Bass Lake, California. Just added on a waterfront property. It is sweet. Um, and we're adding on, I think we're in the mode of finishing up six or seven units here in Fresno. We should be... I think eclipsing over 40 units in the Fresno area within the next two months. So that puts us right at about 50 properties overall. Uh, the growth has been amazing to see, but what I've noticed in that little amount of time, uh, you know, cause it's really only been two and a half years that we've been doing this is that the, the more popular this thing becomes, the more difficult it is to just put a place up on Airbnb and just assume that you're going to make money. So what I ended up doing this week, you should definitely take some time, go check out the YouTube video that I made. It's called the top three ways to make your place more bookable on Airbnb. But it got me thinking about more of how I wanted to kind of approach this to you that are listening on the podcast. And that really is the idea of in, in the good old days, 2000, you know, it really got popular in like 2015 you could just put your place up on Airbnb. You didn't have to have professional photos. You didn't have to have a good description. You didn't have to have your profile complete. You just had to have enough for people to be like, all right, that place looks good. I don't have a lot of options. I'm going to book on Airbnb. Now, and, and you know, I don't know how many uh, places were, for example, in Phoenix at the time, but now you look in Phoenix and not even the greater Phoenix area, just Phoenix in general, and you're looking at close to 6,000 different options. And so how do you make yourself more attractive in those types of audiences and that type of competition. So I just want to talk about a few things that we have done that I've noticed has really made 
the biggest difference. Now, again, I'm the, the YouTube video you're going to go watch is really in depth on, hey, someone just clicked on your profile or someone just clicked on your listing and now they're ready to, to book it. But I'm just going to talk very generally about some, some kind of concepts that have really helped us out over, especially in Phoenix and in Fresno, um, and really now in, in Bass Lake too. But I'm just noticing that a lot of factors go into it. And the biggest thing is just the amount of time that you put into actually putting a place up on Airbnb and putting your special touch on it. So let me give you an actual tangible example of this. So one of my very first Airbnbs, it's a four bedroom. Um, you know, it's done incredibly well over the last almost three years that we've had it alive here. But, you know, what I learned from that one is we went in and we did some really, you know, basic things. We put beds where they needed to be. We put a desk where it needed to be. Um, we painted the place to look modern, uh, but nothing super, super special or unique about it. Whereas a brand new four bedroom place that we have in the same city we added a game room and we did really nice furniture, like visibly nice furniture. And the kitchen was a little bit more updated than uh, the, the other one. What that's done for us in the last year is the newer, nicer one making $217 per night on average. I'm looking at the numbers right now on Airbnb, 217 compared to the original four bedroom that I just mentioned to you. 188 per night. That's a difference of $29 per night. Now, if we're booked 95% out of the year, which we are, let's just take those numbers, 365 times 0.95. That means we're booked 346 days, and we're going to multiply that by $29. Guys, that's a difference of $10,000. $10,000 difference in the span of one calendar year for making the place a little bit more unique with the game room and having some nicer furniture, which by the way, if we're just talking about return on investment, that newer furniture costs us maybe about two grand more plus the, the game table, maybe about two grand more than our original four bedroom that I was talking about. So we got a 500% return on our investment by making $10,000 for putting in $2,000 more worth of nicer and unique things. And these are some things that I just really wanna encourage you guys all to do. Every new listing that we're doing, we're trying to think of what is a new way that we can do this. And, and it's honestly because of my wonderful, amazing girlfriend who is now our interior designer, she is doing just some really incredible things. If you go and check out our listings, which are at uh, shorttermrentalsfresno.com, you'll see some of the newer ones. We just made a baseball themed room. She knows I love baseball. So she did a baseball themed room and it's, it's, it's just different, right? It's unique. It's something that you're not going to see all over the place. Um, having a pool, especially like in, in Phoenix, you have to have a pool. Like I would not do a place on Airbnb that doesn't have a pool again, like four or five years ago, not as big of a difference today. We noticed the difference both in a nightly rate and also an occupancy during those months of like May to September. But in Fresno, there's not that many pools on Airbnb. So that instantly makes us more unique. So we're making an extra 20 to $30 per night compared to our places that don't have pools. So I guess the really big thing here is like, 
what are some different and unique ways that you can go about this? So number one, absolutely theming your place, making it something that has an actual idea around it. A good friend of mine, TJ Tajani, just made a, I think it was Marvel. Uh, uh, sorry, TJ, if you're listening to this, it's either Marvel or one of the superhero things. I'm not big on the superhero stuff, but you know, he had like Iron Man in one, he had Superman in the other, he had Spider-Man in another room. Like you're not going to see that just anywhere. And, you know, he put some extra money into it, but it made the place that much different and unique. Uh, I've heard of unicorn rooms. I've heard of, you know, places that are, you know, Harry Potter uh, themed, movie themed. These are things that if you can do that, that is a lot of fun to set up, first of all, and then you're niching down. So the, the immediate like fear, right? If I talk about baseball, if I talk about um, superheroes, if I talk about unicorns, if I talk about Harry Potter, the movie, the first thing that our gut tells us is, oh man, that's way too specific. I'm going to eliminate all these people that want to stay at my place because I just made it themed to something really specific. Now, my counter to that, because I've seen the results is, no, you're actually increasing the likelihood of that small pool of people who are looking for what you have to want to pay a premium to stay at your place. So, okay, let's take some real numbers on this. If I was a person who loves Harry Potter and I'm looking on Airbnb, and I'm not expecting to find anything Harry Potter related, and I find a, a nice, simple, let's call it one bedroom, one bath, and I'm going to be in town for work for a month, and I'm going to pay $70 per night to stay at this place. I'm going to pay $2,100 for an entire month. But then I stumble upon this Harry Potter place, and I'm like, oh my gosh, give me some Lord Voldemort in my life. I want to have that. <laughs> and before you know it, I'm like, that's worth the extra $30 a night. I'll pay three grand a month instead of 2,100 a month because I've got all the Harry Potter movies that I want. I got the DVD player. I've got the, the cool like Harry Potter um, photos and like wall art and all this stuff. And I'm going to post it on my Instagram. I'm going to take a look and, and tell people like, check out this place I'm, I'm booked at. And guess what's going to happen? Then he's probably, or she probably is going to have friends that like Harry Potter and they're going to see it on Instagram and be like, where is that place? I got to go there right now. And before you know it, you have all these people that are niched down to loving Harry Potter and will pay a premium to stay at your place versus that typical one bedroom, one bath with you know maybe a work desk. These are the things that people are now needing to do today in order to stick out from the competition. Amenities, this is a big one as well. Now I'm not gonna go deep into amenities because I think this deals a lot with your market. It deals a lot with um, you know, the type of clientele that you're gonna have. But you know, if I'm in a beach area, you're darn right, I'm gonna provide beach towels, beach chairs, beach games, Versus if someone else is there saying that you got to bring your own stuff, well, if I'm traveling, I want that stuff to be there. Um, another example, if I'm in a, uh, a place that's a little bit more outdoorsy, uh, maybe it's got a pool, I have to have a grill there too. Like if I'm going to go have a pool party with friends or if I'm going to jump in the pool with my family, I want to cook up some burgers, I want to cook up some hot dogs, maybe even a fire pit in the backyard too for those nights. Um, and then let's talk about the pool itself. 
adding, uh, you know, a heated pool is always a good thing for me. My places don't have heated pools because the the return on investment just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It costs like six to eight thousand dollars plus an extra three hundred dollars a month, and there's not that many people looking for it. But if you have a house that you're going to either arbitrage or you're going to co-host or you're going to buy, and that's already there, yeah, go for that because that can definitely add a lot of value to the guest stay. Um, lights on the pool, different color lights, pool toys. One of our places has a basketball hoop, so adding a basketball with the hoop, um, adding pool games like, you know, for example, you can put a, a volleyball net up, um, and especially like if I'm playing pool, I'm going to play some outdoor games also, so maybe some cornhole, um, maybe, you know, just something that is going to be fun for the outdoors, and these are extra amenities that are going to take me to that place and make me want to stay there versus, oh, by the way, we have a pool and here it is, this plain, boring, no fun having kind of pool, but sure, you can jump in if you want to. So I think there's tons of ways to be able to add more amenities, but you need to know your audience, you need to know who they are, um, and you need to know why they're going to stay there and help fill in the gaps, solve the problems, or add the value that they're looking for. And one last thing that I think is awesome, I don't personally do it, but I know a lot of people that do, and it adds tons of extra income to their places and it helps them to be able to focus on rather than having more places, just adding more value to each guest. And that is services. There's people out there that are Airbnb hosts that will actually go do the grocery shopping for their guests. They will do the cooking for their guests. They will get specific errands done for their guests that don't want to go and do things. Now, this is a really great way, especially if you have, call it like a six-bedroom house. Uh, it's luxury. It's going to attract maybe a high-paying individual, but most of those high-paying individuals want a lot of things done for them. They don't want to go and do the grocery shopping. They don't want to do the cooking themselves. They want it all brought to them. And so if you have a place like that that would attract people who want to use your services, add some services along with that. Another creative way to do this is if you don't want to do it yourself, creating relationships with local businesses that will do it for you. And if you know you can create that relationship and say, hey, when this person calls you and says that they were referred you know, by Kyle's Airbnb, maybe you get a little referral fee from that. Or if you're not about referral fees, if you're not looking to make extra money, you just want to have a nice added on value for the guest, maybe you tell them, hey, since it's my guest, I'm going to promote to them a 10% discount so that they go and use your place. Can you do me a favor and just honor that 10% discount? So let's recap that. Being unique, theming your place, or just really taking it up a notch with the things that you have in there for furniture. Uh, and then number two for amenities, taking that those amenities to the next level um, to make sure that you're Again, either adding value or solving a problem for your guests. And then number three, services, creating some sort of service for your guests that will help them to make a decision to stay with you over another one. I'll, I'll give you a good example of that one too. Like when I stayed in Paso Robles once, I stayed at a place because they had a relationship with a winery and I was going to get a 20% off anything I bought there uh, coupon. And so I knew I was going to buy wine anyway. I knew I was going to go wine tasting. So I chose the place that said, hey, we have a relationship with the winery. Here's the winery. I looked them up and you get a 20% discount if you book with us. And I did that. So these are cool ways, guys, to make yourself different. 
and make yourself unique. Now, again, go check out the YouTube video that I made called the top three ways to make your place more bookable. What I just gave you is ways to make yourself more unique. But what I want you to do is really understand, okay, someone is now clicked on my place. They're going through the booking process. What are some really simple ways that I can make this easier for them? That's going to be on the YouTube channel. You can find that just by Googling or YouTubing Fearless Investor or just go to fearlesskyle.com and click on the YouTube tab. That's it today for the Fearless Investor podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of Airbnb. We'll see you next time.